Brothers and sisters, today we want to talk about a very beautiful theme in the life of Saint Manuel and, and in the life of many of the great saints. A theme that is not always so straightforward to understand by theologians or by, you know, by contemplating the great mystery of Christ being glorified and in heaven. And yet, and this is the theme, somehow being connected to his suffering body on earth. So the question is, how does the risen Lord, the glorified Lord, have a communion with his suffering church? In other words, does the Lord still mysteriously suffer in and through his members on earth, even though he has risen and in heaven? And if so, can we express consolation to the Lord's heart when we alleviate, alleviate the sufferings of others, which is really done to him? Do we, by that fact, console his heart? So this is, this is the great theme of consoling the Lord's heart. Can we console the Lord's heart? And remember that Jesus is God. Can we console God's heart in Christ? And this is a great mystery for Christian contemplation um, because it's a stumbling block, really, because for us, it's very hard to want to admit that God would become so humble as to allow us to express mercy to him. And yet Pope John Paul II in Divisa Misericordia, Rich in Mercy, in this encyclical, says that one of the great, well, perhaps the most noblest expression that, that God gives to our human dignity is the fact that we could bestow mercy, we can bestow mercy on mercy himself. And what he meant was that God who didn't need anything humbled himself in Christ and when he was on earth in, in, his huma, in his humanity with Mary and Joseph and Nazareth and then throughout his public ministry, he was subject to, to suffering. He was subject to, to, to the hands of his creatures in the sense that he, he depended on water from people. He depended on shelter, food. So when people gave these things to Christ, they took mercy upon him. And this, this amazing mystery. But Pope John Paul would reflect upon this that even now, um, as Christ suffers in his church and, 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 and in those suffering in humanity, the afflicted, the poor, the marginalized, when we console them, do we console Christ himself? And so Mother Teresa really understood this mystery from the scriptures that when Jesus said, when you visited him in prison, you visited me. So she took that quite literally and quite true that there's a mystery about seeing Christ in the poor, seeing Christ in the afflicted, and so when we alleviate uh, the suffering of, of other human beings, other Christians, somehow connected to Christ himself. And so in terms of our reflection of Eucharistic adoration, St. Manuel would say that when we go to the Lord in, in the tabernacle, his human heart is present. We'll look up more at this tomorrow, but he would say that we could console the Lord's heart. And many saints intuit this. In fact, the angel appeared in Portugal to, to the children and had the chalice and the Eucharist and, and showed, taught them prayers of reparation and consolation to the Lord and said, console your God. And so there's this great mystery. 
Pope Pius XI, in a famous encyclical, The Most Merciful Redeemer, uh, on speaking about the theology of reparation uh, to do with the revelation of Jesus to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, spoke about two ways in which we could console Christ. First is retroactively that Christ in his passion had divine knowledge. He could see you and I now. He could see all our good acts, our bad acts. And he even goes on to say the Pope that when the angel came to Christ in the garden in Gethsemane, that chalice was filled of, with, 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 you know, a sign of all our love, all, all the love and the good deeds of the just that consoled Jesus in that hour. And he's commenting here from the church fathers. So how I act now, those times of prayer, when I go to adoration, Jesus can see that then and it consoles him. That when, when I make an act of love now, it give, it consoles his heart, his human heart that longed to be with him. Because he knows that when we do things now out of love for him, it's for him. So it consoles him. But then the Pope also goes on to say, quoting St. Paul, that when St. Paul fell from the horse and Jesus appeared to him, and said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? That he says that when, when the body of Christ was persecuted, Christ himself, the divine head, was struck. And Jesus was already the risen Lord. So how could the Lord say that you persecute me? And yet the Lord mysteriously, though in heaven, could somehow be connected to, to this suffering and this affliction. And that same human heart that is in heaven is present in the Eucharist. And St. Manuel will have this profound insight that when we go to meet the Lord there, his human heart filled with the miseries of the world, filled, filled with this interesting connection with human suffering, um, could be alleviated by our presence, by our love. So we'll look a little bit at this tomorrow, what he calls the company of compassion.